The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer from Ringside News, Daily DDT, Sports Kita, I am Lee Walker, and this is episode 187. That's for you, New Jack, of Perched on the Top Rope. And in this episode, we are going to talk about my favorite thing in the entire world, the Royal Rumble. But not just any Royal Rumble fans. We're going to talk about New Legacy Inc.'s Royal Rumble Marathon, known as the Royaliest of Rumbles. Now, what they do over on YouTube and Twitch at New Legacy Inc., is they have a different Royal Rumble per day. And this is all video game, of course. Now this goes January 1st to the 30th with the last day having the royaliest of Royal Rumbles. With the winner of each Royal Rumble from every video game squaring off in one last Royal Rumble. In what I'm assuming is going to be WWE 2K23. However, my favorite thing about this is getting to watch the different battle royals from different video games dating back to the Super Nintendo with WWF Royal Rumble, WWF Raw. I'm assuming they're going to use WWF Royal Rumble. But they also use PlayStation games, Sega games from Dreamcast. Sega Saturn even, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, Nintendo GameCube, every, any game that had a Battle Royal or Royal Rumble that you could have up to or more than 30 people, it's in this series, and I suggest you go check it out. I am a huge fan. They have over 150,000 people on YouTube for crying out loud. However, there is one thing that I love to hear during the regular Royal Rumble season, and that is the numbers. I love hearing who got eliminated, how many times people got eliminated, who has the most eliminations, what number does in the Royal Rumble has the most wins, things like that. And New Legacy Inc. spares no expense as they do the same thing, and you're going to listen to it right now. The New Legacy Inc. Royal Rumble Thon, a biennial tradition unlike any other. Hundreds of wrestlers compete for a chance to enter and win. 
the greatest rumble of them all, the royaliest of rumbles. Every single day in January, a new entrant will be determined. And on January 31st, live on Twitch, we will crown the winner of the 2024 Royal Rumblethon. Only one can be crowned the final winner. And with the odds stacked so high against every competitor, success is all about the numbers. Since 2011, 553 wrestlers, some under multiple names, have faced off in 163 rumbles. However, only 100 unique winners have been produced, and of those 100 winners, only 4 have gone on to claim victory in the royalist of rumbles. In 2022, we saw nearly 60 wrestlers make their first Rumblethon appearance, but only one emerged victorious. This marked the 14th time a wrestler won their debut Rumble. Winning your first Rumble is hard enough, but only a select few have conquered the field more than once. As Chris Jericho and Scott Steiner proved in 2019, winning multiple Rumbles increases one's chances in the royaliest. But while 30 competitors have claimed multiple Rumble victories, only one has done it six times. The demogod himself, Chris Jericho. Curiously, one man has mastered the art of being the final elimination better than anyone else. Star of the Big Show Show, The Big Show, who holds the runner-up record with 10. In 2015, Mark Henry single-handedly eliminated half the field on his way to victory, tossing a record of 15 competitors to the floor, a feat that may never be repeated. But since the inception of the Rumblethon, no man has ruled the ring like the King of Kings Triple H, who has scored 129 eliminations across his 92 Rumble appearances. Two. The number of times Sin Cara has eliminated himself from rumbles, sending his own two sweet, delicious, succulent feet to the floor. Amazingly, on 18 different occasions, competitors have eliminated themselves from the rumble, proving that sometimes your biggest opposition is yourself. Three. Three! Of all the entry positions, none have produced more winners than the number 30, with 37 emerging victorious from that spot. But curiously, three competitors have managed to go bell to bell, winning from the number one spot. Bubba Ray Dudley, Test, and Kurt Angle. Meanwhile, 14 remains the unluckiest number in the Rumbles, notorious for forecasting bad fortune for its entrant. The record for drawing number 14 thankfully belongs to the most deserving recipient, Vince McMahon. God damn it! In the seventh Rumblethon, we will crown the fifth winner of the royaliest of Rumbles. And in the end, only one will emerge victorious. Will we see the first ever two-time royaliest winner? Or will a new name be etched in history? 30 days, 30 rumbles, all culminating with the final showdown on January 31st, live on Twitch. The long road to the royalist of rumbles starts now.
Now again, if you are a fan, you already know that the first night happened. It is on YouTube. I have the link in the description. As they used the wrestling game, Wrestling Empire. Uh, it is a game on the PC, and it uses fake wrestlers, if you will. It's not like you're playing as CM Punk. You're playing as like Shooter Punk with the wrestler of CM Punk's likeness in the game. And I keep saying CM Punk because that should be your first hint, hint, spoiler freeze, the way to be around here. But I will say it, the first winner of the first Royal Rumble in the royaliest of Rumbles was CM Punk. So not only does he win the first Royal Rumble, he gets the first spot in the royaliest of Royal Rumbles. And speaking of CM Punk and Royal Rumbles, when it comes to the WWE Royal Rumble this January 27th, my favorite to win is CM Punk, and here's why. Last night, The Rock returned on WWE Raw, as Triple H promised us a former champion would be returning, and at first it was Jinder Mahal who came out and spat off a bunch of blah 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 nonsense until you know you hear that iconic theme music of the rock and it hits and the crowd it was electrifying as the rock would say he does all his monikers and all his sayings and he and gender go at it gender attacks him the rock beats him up and then the rock says maybe he wants to sit at the head of the table and the crowd went nuts so it appears that we are going to see the rock wrestle roman reigns for that wwe championship but i think it's going to be at wrestlemania because the rock's not going to just come back to wrestle for a title at the royal rumble absolutely not now i also think this diminishes cody Rhodes' shot at winning the Royal Rumble, because if Cody Rhodes was going to win the Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes is going to go after Roman Reigns. But if Roman Reigns is going to be facing The Rock at WrestleMania, well, then I would say that uh, Cody Rhodes won't be finishing the story at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. It'll be CM Punk taking on Seth Rollins. That's just the way I see it. And speaking of The Rock... Uh, he does have ownership of uh, the XFL, which a couple days ago they made an announcement to which the XFL is merging with the United States Football League to create the United Football League. And it is set to launch as the premier spring football league. Uh, Russ Brandon to be the president and CEO as Daryl Johnston will lead football operations. The UFL season kicks off Saturday, March 30th, 2024 with the battle of the 2023 champions. The Arlington Renegades will take on the Birmingham Stallions. So that's a little interesting uh, piece of information and while we are at it we are going to talk a little bit about the free agents 
that have hit the market as of January 1st. Three of them come from AEW, being one being QT Marshall, who we already knew about as it was announced uh, earlier in December. The next is Sean Spears. And now Andrade Alidolo has made a Twitter announcement thanking AEW and Tony Khan that he is no longer with them. Now also on January 1st, we also had MLW's Alexander Hammerstone become a free agent, as well as TNA's Deanna Perrazzo is now a free agent as well. Those are your top free agents as of the beginning of 2024. And if you listen to episode 186 of Perched on the Top Rope, you would know that uh, Chris Jericho is starting off the year with blocking Nick Hosman, who basically seemingly outed Chris Jericho out over the whole NDA situation involving... Uh, the Elite and CM Punk and that whole all-out brawl or brawl-out as we call it. Uh, Nick basically insinuated that Chris Jericho is the reason why Kylie Ray left AEW over allegations that he hit on her. Jericho ended up blocking Nick. However, uh, there was a world's NDA signed at AEW World's End, and Chris Jericho did hear some NDA chants during his match. And we did see Samoa Joe win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. After the match, the masked men came out and attacked MJF and started to attack Adam Cole until the lights went out. And then the devil himself was revealed to be Adam Cole. As behind him was Wardlow, Roderick Strong, Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett as your devils. Now, we don't get a payoff to this storyline because, well... MJF is injured, MJF has a torn labrum, and I have had a torn labrum, and it takes six to eight months to fully heal properly, and I would say that's going to physical therapy three to four times a week. I was doing two to three, depending on how my shoulder felt afterwards. Now, AEW is going to play off this. Uh, they're either going to play off that he hasn't re-signed and that's why he was taken off the roster page but we do know he has a torn labrum and it's a six to eight months off Uh, the other part of this is because of Adam Cole and the Devils it could be the whole MJF not being part of AEW but then mysteriously reappears after his surgery and he's re-signed with the companies all there. Unfortunately, because of this, that we do have to wait for the payoff between Adam Cole being the devil while MJF 
is away, but one thing we don't have to wait for is the fact that at the media scrum after AEW World's End, Tony Khan was asked about everything involving Chris Jericho and these harassment allegations and Tony Khan was wearing a wig and these big sunglasses but to his defense that was because he and Tony Storm were playing a bit it was Tony Storm that gifted him uh, the wig and the hat however he should have read the room uh, first off again it's not professional of Tony to address the situation the way that he was dressed secondly uh, he brings up that AEW has the best safety record out of any wrestling company in the world that's a direct quote so my second part is when he says the best safety record it was just a few months ago that Tony Khan was on AEW television saying that he thought his life was in danger over the incident between CM Punk and Jungle Boy. So I find it rather funny that he's saying those words. He should have read the room and just taken the stuff off. Like, somebody made a comment that, well, if he took took it off, it, it still wasn't a good look. It, regardless, it shouldn't have happened anyway. So, uh, one thing that did happen is Nick Cosman is the one who made these allegations against Chris Jericho. However, former Impact ring announcer Dave Pender and former WCW... He asked Nick four different times if he has proof, and Nick didn't answer him once. So we're going to have to wait to see what happens with this whole Chris Jericho, Kylie Ray, Nick Hosman story. But I will say this. Go look up the photo of Chris Jericho addressing the situation with the hair, with the big sunglasses, and tell me he doesn't look like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Baxter Stock Stockman. Tell me he doesn't. You can't unsee it once you see it. I promise you, you you can't unsee it. It's fucking hilarious. And I'm gonna end this show on a note that I never thought would happen. According to PW Insider, Kevin Dunn has exited WWE. Now Kevin Dunn was Vince's right-hand man, dating back to, like, 1988. Dating back so much that Nick Khan sent an email to everyone in the company about Kevin Dunn and his work. He's been there for literally 40 years. And uh, I see this as it's a new era in WWE. And WWE is doing out with the old and in with the new. So it'll be interesting to see how WWE production goes without Kevin Dunn. But without you, the fans, nothing is possible 
including all these accolades. Apple Podcasts, United States and America Sports, 49. Apple Podcasts, United States of America Wrestling, 4. Apple Podcasts, Great Britain Wrestling, 186. Apple Podcasts, Canada, 128. Apple Podcast Norway Sports, 99. Apple Podcast Norway Wrestling, number one. Apple Podcast Ireland Wrestling, 40. Apple Podcast All Podcasts India, 167. Three for India Sports. And number one, Apple Podcast Indian Wrestling. Apple Podcast United Arab Emirates Sports, 32. Number one, Apple Podcast United Arab Apple Podcast Nigeria, number 30 wrestling, number 147 Algeria sports, and number 7 Apple Podcast Algeria wrestling. Those are all my ranks on Chartable with Apple Podcast fans. I cannot thank you enough for all the support. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, Podbay, Stitcher, Red Circle, you name it, it's perched on the top rope. You can also go to youtube.com at perched on the top rope or youtube.com slash perched on the top rope and watch awesome interviews involving WWF legend and WCW star Adam Bomb Wrath. You can also catch interviews with AEW's Lance Archer as well as interviews with NWA Samantha Starr, former WCW star and WWE Ultimo Dragon. You can also catch with New Japan Pro Wrestling, former WWE Yoshitatsu. Other great interviews include TNA's Eddie Edwards, Will Ospreay, Alex Shelley, Gal Kim, and MLW's and former UFC fighter Tom Lawler and Ricky Shane Page. That's YouTube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. X at Perched Top Rope. Myself at It's underscore just underscore Walker. As well as the following. We are on Instagram and threads at Perched on the Top Rope Podcast. You can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope where I am playing AEW's Fight Forever Stadium Stampede, which I am currently ranked 104 in the Stadium Stampede mode. You can also catch me playing WWE 2K23 because after all, it is Royal Rumble season and I love the Royal Rumble. You can also find us on TikTok at perched on the top rope where I recreate the greatest professional wrestling moments in history using Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On because after all, Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On makes everything better. And if you don't believe me, you can go watch the video of Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you listen to the podcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. It's perched on the top rope. Remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out.